beautiful people. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. It's a podcast show that uses travel to highlight stories of personal growth. So each week we'll spotlight the stories of courageous world travelers, creative wanderers, and digital nomads who share their incredible experiences of the world through their eyes. If you like traveling, this is what you need. So tune in. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. I'm Francis. I'm Nubia. And of course, I'm going to say it one more time. I know you said, oh, I got to change it up. But we have a fabulous show for you guys today. We are sitting with Seppi Tabibian and Arnette Biarien. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you? Fabulous. <laughs> Hello, ladies. So excited Thank you. to, to Thank finally you meet you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited to be on the Chronicles Abroad podcast. We're excited to have you guys. (laughs) All right, so we're here with two amazing women who restarted their lives abroad and created an amazing community that Nubia and I are part of called She Hit Refresh. And we'll definitely dive into that community a little later. But first, ladies, we'd love to hear about your journeys, uh, hitting refresh in your lives. I know, Sepi, you've been abroad, living abroad uh, since 2015, and Annette, I think you went abroad and then came back. So we'd love to find out the nitty gritty about that. So whoever wants to go first. Yeah, so right. I hit, I've hit refresh many times in my life. So uh, mainly coming back and forth with Spain. So I came here at 21 uh, for a summer, fell in love with it, and just kept coming back to visit. Um, and then when I was 26, I came to live for a year. And that's kind of when this on and off love affair of living in Madrid happened. But most recently, I was living in Austin. And after a few years, I, you know, life was just too comfortable. It was too easy. I had a a great job. I had my condo, had my car, had my routine. I'm not a routine person. I spent my 20s like a gypsy. You know, every year was different than the year before. So it was the first time I had consecutive years where life was very consistent and predictable. And I decided to hit refresh and move to back to Madrid to give it a, another shot with, with an open mind thinking, I'm going to go for a year, see what happens. And if it doesn't work out, I'll move back to Texas. Uh, but luckily it moved out. So in 2015, I came and now it's 2018 and I'm, I'm still here and very happy to be here. That's and awesome. tell our listeners whose voice they are listening to right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was Seppi talking. <laughs> 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 Annette? I am Annette, and I hit refresh last year. I'm more of probably more of the typical person who, you know, grew up in a small town, went to college, start your life, get your career going, spend the last 20 years saving and being stuck in routine. And, and so I finally, last year, I had several different incidents happen that led to my refresh. And I had been kind of working towards that. And I think mainly like people... You want a sign to say, okay, let you can do this now. And that doesn't really happen. Last year, I had several different incidents happen before our Thailand trip. We went in April to celebrate our birthdays. And I remember getting there. And first thing I told her, I said, I've got to quit. And I've got to do some heavy travel. And that's kind of where the concept came up from. But yeah, I traveled for like three months last summer, um, rented out my place, had friends take my furniture. And I just took off. And I'm a planner. 
But the only thing I knew was I was flying into Rome and I did not plan the rest of it. So That's every indeed. couple of days I was figuring, trying to figure out what I, uh, where I was going to go, what I was going to do. And it was a little stressful, but I'm glad I did it that way because like I said, I'm a planner. I want to keep a 401k. I want to have a mortgage. I want to have the, you know, a nice car, all those things, but everything just comes to head and I'm a routine person and you know, you can only take so much. Yeah. And you made a good point. Yeah. It's never really a good time, right? right. You can always say, I'm going to wait till this, or I'm going to wait till I have this much money. I'm going to wait till next year. But if you just don't do it, you're never truly going to do it. Right. 20 yeah. years flies by and you're still sitting here going, wait a minute. All these things I thought were going to happen in my life hadn't happened in my life. And some had, and I'm still here. And like Seppi said, you just get into routine and you know, you're doing the same cycle. So yeah. I just had to pull the plug. You literally just have to pull the plug and go do it. Yeah, rip well, the band-aid off. Yeah. yeah. How did she hit refresh come to life? So on our trip last year, when I got to Thailand, Sebi and I had been talking about this for like year, for four years. I had been picking her brain. How do you do this? And I've traveled for the last 20 years, but I always got to come back. And you, you know, traveling even for a week or two, you hit refresh on your life. So I wanted to do an extended time. And so in Thailand, when I got there, I basically said, I'm quitting when I get back. Let's write my resignation letter. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of, the ideas started flowing from there, what I wanted to do, what, what not. And Seppi came up with the idea of you should blog. And I said, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I said, I just want to hit refresh in my life. And I'm in IT. So F5 is refresh on your keyboard. And she said, oh, my God, I like that. You should you should name your blog Hit Refresh. And I said, I don't, I don't know. I just want to take a break from working on a laptop, working on a PC. And so it just kind of always stayed there. And we kind of just yeah. ran with ideas. And she always has a uh, notebook. And so she was writing down anything that pops in her head. We're really good at being able to bounce ideas off of each other. And so I, I think she shelved it for a while and we went through our trip. And then last summer we met up again while I was traveling and she came up with the idea. Yeah, I had encouraged her to use Refresh for a blog that she could write to chronicle her uh, journey of taking a sabbatical, leaving a job that she was at for nine years, platform to talk about issues that women, you know, of a certain age, of our age, more mature, wanting to make a change in their life and just, um, yeah, have a platform to have so we thought a podcast and I thought maybe a blog and it wasn't until I was doing kind of a branding class online and talking to my, my mentor that, you know, saying, you know, I'd like to start a blog who talk about these issues. And she just had a light bulb and said, I think what you're saying would make more sense as a community. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Facebook group. OK, let's let's try that. And I was thinking of a name and I remember Annette saying hit refresh so I played around with some names. She hit refresh came and it stuck and I just rolled with it. I said, okay, I'm going to start this group and then let's add our friends and then we'll see where it goes. And our friends were very engaged and already I was thinking the next step. I said, okay, I'm going to invite people I don't know and let's see what happens and just kind of took it from there. Nice. It's a great community. It's an awesome community. Yeah. It's full of so many different stories, experiences, and it's, it's really supportive and encouraging and, and I love it. So Nice work, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for being part of it. Story. Sure. Yeah, to see so many women. Yeah, it's one of the things I wish I would have had 
content was looking hyper fresh because there's you just most people in their community don't have people that they can turn to. I guess of this of our age don't have a community to turn to to ask that can uh, bounce ideas off and people that will support them because a lot of people come at you thinking, are you sure you want to do this? But what about your career yeah. or your house or if you're single, they think you're going to jeopardize meeting somebody or people are afraid. And that's the sad part about it, right? It's like you can hear people say, oh, that's great, that's great, but if they're not engaging, it doesn't help the community blossom or grow. So that's great that you had people to actually get you jump-started by engaging. Because as women, we do need to support each other more. I think there's a lot of lip service a lot of times, and it takes for people to actually share, like, comment, engage, and they don't understand that that's what, you know, women like us need. If we're young entrepreneurial women, it, we can't grow without our, our community. I feel like we have so many different voices in this community that the topic is always going to be rolling. The topic is always going to be mm -hmm. up front. And that's such a wonderful thing. I mean, we can start some, with one question and it just goes from there. So it's so wonderful with to many hear different all the different perspectives. voices. Right. Yeah, I mean, we have women from 30 to 70 in the group. And we have women who are single, married, divorced, widowed, straight, LGBT. We have everybody uh, represented in the group. So for me, it's been really oh. eye-opening because I know I kind of maybe look at hitting refresh from my perspective. So it's been beautiful to see other women's journeys and experiences mm -hmm. at all different stages of their life. Yeah, I love it because these aren't the stories that you typically see. Like we were talking earlier before, it's a lot of the 21-year-olds who just graduated college, gap year kind of thing. But what about those who are 30-plus single moms or those who are ready to, are looking to do something a little bit different but don't have the representation? And that's what the community brings. So I love it. Thank you. And another Thank important you. thing was culture because you want, you know, when we started traveling and doing things. I never saw anybody that looked like me that was doing what I was doing. So that was another important thing too, is to make mm -hmm. sure that we have a lot of diversity and culture in our group, in our community. Yeah, that's very important. You know, we're more than just travel. We provide tips, resources, and hacks for the curious traveler in you. So whether you're a lover of travel or just someone who is ready for a change, we have something for everyone. So let's kind of rewind back a little bit. You ladies met in Morocco? <laughs> <laughs> True, yes. We met in <laughs> but you both are in Texas. So you both lived in Texas, but you met physically in Morocco. Well, we actually met here in Austin because we signed up for that running vacation and they had a bunch of meetups before we left. So I met her at the first meetup and yeah, Peppy Seppi came walking through the door. She's got her little shimmy and I said, okay, I'm going to connect with her. I mean, I have a lot of energy, but I'm a little bit more reserved. So, and then it just took off from there. We kept seeing each other uh, around town after that meetup and then um, became roommates on the trip and then just really like, just really connected on that trip on the first day, really the first night we told each other our stories. And it was just so eye-opening. And to be so vulnerable with somebody that you don't know just lets you know that you've how you've grown as a person and then to be open with anybody else. And, I mean, we've been laughing ever since. Literally, that's what oh we do God. best. Well, that's what travel does. Travel opens you up a little bit. Yeah. Travel makes yes, you vulnerable. You know, something <laughs> that you wouldn't do in the States. 
and you find yourself doing and having these really deep conversations with strangers and the next thing you know a connection develops but yeah we, we understand the laughing part yeah definitely it yeah it helps you just uh see how similar we all are you know at the end of the day so. well, a lot of people are so closed off from being vulnerable right because they've been hurt in their past or they just don't feel like people are authentic or genuine anymore but if you allow yourself to continue to be vulnerable, yes, you'll be hurt. Not everybody is going to be your friend. You just have to listen to your intuition. And the more you travel, the more you tap into your intuition. The same way you said, Annette, like, you just seen Peppy Seppi come and he was like, yeah, I'm going to connect with her. Like, that was your intuition saying that you two need to cross paths. So I think if you start listening to your intuition more and really pay attention to the people that you're crossing paths with, you'll be okay to be more vulnerable and open up. Because I tell people all the time, half of the places in the world that I've been, I would never have been able to go to had I not smiled and said hello to someone. Because that person opened themselves up to say, hey, come see me if you're ever in this country. And I'm that person that will text you and take you up on that offer. I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I landed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it takes for you to get to know people and open yourself up and be a little bit vulnerable. I think it was the right time, the right place too, when you're in like stage in life, because I had just come out of a bunch of other stuff to meet her. And it was really refreshing to meet somebody that you can talk to and understands you. And then you're, like you said, you're in a different environment, you're traveling. Um, so you feel really open there where you can say anything or do anything because you're mm -hmm. not at home. And that's kind of what happens with me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more structured and I think about like everybody I know and, you know, you do things the right way. And it's not once I get on vacation, nobody knows me here. I'm free. And that happens. I think that happens. That's when people really open up. Yeah, I think travel really helps you get out of your role that you're stuck in or who you think you are. I think travel allows you to get out of your role that you have back home, you know, and at home, you know, we have we just think of how we are, how we should we, how people perceive us and get stuck in that. And travel lets you play with uh, who you are, are who you want to be um, and does let you be more vulnerable. Yeah, that's so true. Mm -hmm. So, Seppi, what has your transition been like in Madrid? It has been an exciting journey. I've been here two and a half years a lot has happened. I've been on three different visas, three different jobs. I came here on, as an American, it's hard to live abroad, live in Europe, you know, for reasons. So I came here on a visa to teach English with a government program here. I have a year to figure out a way to get out of that, but it's my foot in the door to get me to Spain. And I did, you know, I got, I, I had an interview with the company a year into being here and heard me on their marketing team. It was a Spanish, working in a Spanish company, working in Spanish. I was looking for a remote position, so I left that job and, and spent the last year working remotely. I mean, it's given me the freedom to travel while using as my home base. Mm -hmm. It's allowed me to get really um, the community here because I have a lot of flexibility of time. So, you know, I've started a blogger network where I've met a lot of amazing people. Madrid has a lot of expats. It's been really cool to meet other people. You know, back home in Austin, a lot of people weren't living my lifestyle. And being here surrounded by people who have hit refresh just makes you feel like, okay, I'm not weird. I'm not on the wrong path. Like, it's okay. Not everybody has to follow the same path. So it's been a journey. I'm really grateful to my former self for making the decision to come here. It's opened a lot of doors for me. Great. And Annette, what about you? You're back in the States currently, but do you plan or do you have plans on moving abroad? 
I do. So I did a three uh, three months. I took off last July. Did three months through Europe. That's really where I wanted to concentrate on. And then not being 25 and young, you get tired. <laughs> so I really did want to do the three months in Europe. I came back and I went and actually lived with my older sister and her family in Dallas and got to be around all my siblings. I only got to live, grow up with uh, my brother, so I wasn't around my sisters as much. So for me, I got to take this opportunity to be with family. And even though I thought, I'll come back, I'll rest up, and then I'll go back and travel and do, and you know move around a lot more. But I just found that I really wanted to be with family. And I decided to stay around mm-hmm. for a couple of months. And then I think that's a, an important thing that you know, you have to follow your own heart, your own path. I, I didn't need to go for six months or a year, which would be fabulous. But I felt like being with family was more important to me at this time. And you have to kind of let everybody else have their own journey. And it's okay mm-hmm. that I didn't go do this or that. And you have a lot of people in your head telling you, well, why did you come back? Or why don't you just stay? Well, it's not that easy. If it was that easy, everybody would do True. it, right? So for me, mm-hmm. I mean, I really... I really had to own that too because I really wanted to be around family. So the last couple of months I've been in Dallas around my siblings. I have seven nieces and nephews that I've got to spend that time with. (laughs) And it's just been amazing because, you know, Austin is my city. It's the perfect city for me in Texas. And I would have never had that opportunity had I not gone, had I not quit my job, traveled and gone to stay with them. Mm -hmm. And I literally just moved back to Austin last night. Really? Wow. And that's a good point. It's not, I mean, you quit your job to do something that you're passionate about. And right, right now your passion is family. So we try to tell people all the time, when we say hit the refresh button, right? It doesn't necessarily mean pack up all your shit and move across the world, right? <laughs> that's not for everyone. What it means is stop doing what you what's killing you, right? This shit that's making you really just not like to wake up in the morning, go to this place, you know, because some people really do like their jobs and that's great. But really talking to the people who are just like unhappy, uncomfortable, their work or whatever it is, is making them physically and mentally and emotionally ill. Because I've met people who literally are physically ill because of whatever they do. And it's like, no, life is too short. You have to cut that out and you have to move forward with whatever your passion, wherever your passion right. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever it is that you need at that moment, you know? So my plan is still no, to um, find a remote job. I just got hired for a, a wonderful company here in Austin and it's a healthcare software company. Um, there is going to be some remote work, so I'm going to get to work remote. But my end game is still to find a remote job to do some more travel. And then my number one goal next year is to take my two 17-year-old nephews traveling through Europe for their high school graduation gift, which I think that's, that's awesome. going to be the wildest and craziest adventure I've ever been on. I will have, <laughs> if you know National Lampoon's vacation, I will have two Rusties with me. That's- <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> so, like, what are these things exactly. called adolescents? So I will still hit refresh. I do plan to do more travel. Just you know, right now this is what works for me, and I think that's really important yeah, for people to, for sure. to to know and understand. Like, you don't have to go do somebody else's journey. You don't have to travel for a year. You don't have to travel for six months. You've got to you do exactly what you want to do, and not worry about 
the outside voices telling you how to do your own path. Good yeah. point. I think at the end of the day, the goal is to do whatever it is that scares you. Right. You know, just because you said life is short, and if you're too afraid, you're too comfortable, something's just not right. It's just not right. Yeah, you're not growing. You got to step into the fear to grow yeah. as a person. And, you know, like you may hit refresh, like, you know, you guys have moved to Asia, moved to Spain. I have hit refresh within my time here, too, that. You know, you're kind of constantly pivoting and trying to figure out, you know, I want to really spend time with family and not spend this year, you know, going all around the world. So it's not, uh, it's not it doesn't have to be static or a one-time thing. It's never a one-time thing. If you're growing, mm -hmm. you're constantly <laughs> readjusting every yeah. couple of days, every couple of years. I mean, that's just life. Because we're in Thailand, like, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm right. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that. I mean, I, I think that some people are so afraid of what the outcome is going to be, right? And it's like, it doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter. Just let it flow. I'm learning to live with this mantra that is like, relax, let go, allow. And that is truly how I'm living my life. I can't worry about what tomorrow may bring. I'm living for the present. And I am going to be humble and grateful and move forward, you know, in that journey. And whatever, you know, the universe brings my way, I receive it. If it's a negative, I learn from it and I move on. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. That's completely it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we always find a way. Whatever life throws at you, you find a way. So We're women. We're strong. We're Should resilient. We yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously. <laughs> what can't we do? Right? No offense to the guy listeners, but, you know. <laughs> We still need you. We were built for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, what's your favorite country that you visited so far? I'm going to say Croatia. You go first that was I keep hearing that. Okay. Croatia was, um, I think it just, I think because you still get to see what they just came out of. I mean, didn't they just open up about 20 years ago for tourism to come through? And so it's still, it, you still see a lot of history, a lot of what people were going through the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years. It's still very fresh there. And then the Adriatic Sea was just gorgeous. I mean, mm. it was just beautiful. I think that's gonna be mine. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, that's a tough question. I, I have so many. I mean, obviously Spain, I chose to live here. I love the culture, the people, uh, the way of life, but I love Japan too where if someone said, let's go there tomorrow, I'm like, I'm on a plane, let's go. Japan was definitely one of those places, I guess, because it was so different from anything I'd ever experienced. And also, I'm half Iranian, so going to Iran and seeing where my dad was from and also going to a country that doesn't, that isn't very open to tourism or a lot of people don't go was incredible to see kind of behind the curtain how things, how, how the country is. Okay, Francis, what about you? I don't know, man. I feel like I haven't, I haven't traveled as much as Nubia. Uh, let's see. I mean, for different reasons. I mean, I love Japan because it's just so clean. It was so easy just to navigate. Probably the easiest country I've ever navigated. Um, I mean, I love Vietnam because of the food. Like, Ho Chi Minh has the best French Vietnamese fusion I've ever had in my life. I guess... I'll say Thailand for now since I came back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thailand's a good one, too. I love Thailand, too. <laughs> I mean, we live here, but I wouldn't say this is my favorite. Well, you've been to a lot of... I haven't been to that many. 
I don't know. I don't know. If you ladies haven't been yet, make sure you go to South Africa. It's absolutely oh, stunning. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Chile is one of my favorite, but South Africa is crazy, amazingly beautiful. You're right. Yes. It, it just has everything. It has everything. Yeah. 2019, it's South Africa. That's how we say. Well, yeah. That's how we plan our trips. We say 2019. You ladies should meet us in Africa. <laughs> I know. I want to go somewhere else. I did South Africa. Let's meet somewhere else. <laughs> this is how we get started. You sound like Nubia. You sound like Nubia. She's like, I already been there. I'm like, well, listen, I just started. Okay, please. Thank you. Just Someone started. understands me. Thank you so much. But Africa is <laughs> huge. So we can be anywhere in Africa. Tanzania is on my list. That's where I really want to go. Oh, I want to go. Tanzania, 19. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all heard it first. Tanzania 2019, she hit refresh and Chronicles Abroad will be in Tanzania. We are going to put it in the universe, ladies. Yes, put it on the universe. let's do that. Seems busy. I'm like, wait a we need some GoPros because there's going to be a lot of funny things. Why don't we hashtag GoPro drone too? <laughs> getting the drone too. So, so we're going to put in the we're going to put in the universe sponsorship. Yes. GoPro will sponsor. She hit refresh in Chronicles Abroad to go to Tanzania in 2019. It's all about manifestation. Uh, all about manifestation. I think there's a TV yeah, show or a channel called Laugh TV. We need to get their sponsorship too, because I I think that would be put it perfect out there. for us. I don't think newbies are funny. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> Whatever. I had one of my listeners literally tell me that I was funny. I was like, oh, thank you. Show me like I do. But anywho. Oh, I always say, oh my gosh. I'm well, I know. And Steffi will say, calm down, calm down. Yes, but calm down. Yeah. Yeah. I love your modesty. So. We're like paralyzed, swear to you guys. We're all like, so funny. it's crazy. So let me ask you guys. What are some of the one of the top questions that you get from your group? She hit refresh. Like, what's one question that you just always seem to get? Go ahead, Tippy. Oh, I would say, yeah. how do I get a remote job? That question comes up over and over. People being location independent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's afraid to. But it's quit not everybody's job. thing because it's you know people are afraid to quit their job. I was so you still need that stability and security. So I think that's yeah, that's definitely our number one question. I feel like we have we're how to get rid of your stuff or what to do with your stuff and start moving forward. Yeah. And I think uh, having an outline, I think would help people. No, it's true. But you know, the thing about it is <laughs> I've been location independent now for six or seven months. And I feel like I work a lot more. <laughs> Seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm not slaving at the office, but even, you know, today we're at the movie theater watching Infinity Avengers Wars. Infinity War. And as soon as the movie was over, I looked at the time and I was like, oh, shit, I got to get home <laughs> to get on the computer so I can mm -hmm. work. You know what I mean? And I'm on the motor scooter like, I'm trying to get home. Meanwhile, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I hope she gets there safely because I know she's probably like, oh, you know, like. <laughs> so it's great to be location independent. Don't get me wrong. However, if you really want to live this life, you got to understand sometimes that you will be working. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot of work. And like my day gets cut off at like 5 p.m. So I'm available all day. I could be out at lunch and then I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, I got to go to work. 
<laughs> you know, because I teach online. So depending on what the job is, whatever your skills are, you really got to pay attention to what it is that you're doing because being location dependent is great. But if you're dependent on Wi-Fi, then you got to really look at where you're looking to move to. And a quiet space too. If you need a quiet space, then it's correct. Definitely. There's a lot yeah, more Yeah, which can it. be hard. I think what she was trying to say is like, Damn it. Uh, you end up working more, I think, when you're traveling. And then I think you found your passion. So you're really throwing yourself into it. I mean, when we started this group, we're in two different environments and she's working and doing remote work. And then she jumps right into, she hit refresh. I'm basically a teenager's nanny, dropping off kids, picking up groceries, doing all these other things. So you just got to find the time. And since we're both very passionate about this, we'll stay up late, you know? You end up working a lot more hours than uh, than your normal job just because it's passionate. And you've got new ideas and your mind just flows. Our mind just flows and we brainstorm and we end up writing to each other like every minute or so saying, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? And it's sometimes it's really hard to follow us. It got to a point where it was just like, you know, I was like, this whole friendship is like a full time job. I would talk to Francis six to eight hours in a day about Chronicles Abroad and just everything else. And it was just like, okay, enough already. I got to step away <laughs> and I got to have a life. Yeah, I mean, because we are passionate about it. And through the research, through meeting people, through recordings, through trying to figure this whole thing out, um, this podcasting life, it's taken up a lot of our time. But I'm okay with that. Because it's it's something that we are truly enjoying, you know, doing. Yeah, so, I I agree. I mean, I spend all of my free time doing She Hit Refresh. I'm up to like one in the morning, reading what everybody's saying, crying in my bed at their stories and writing them back. And it's not a chore for me. It's what I look forward to after my day job is I'm like, oh, I get to do She Hit Refresh. But it's funny what you touched on about kind of like the friendship as a full-time job. We were just talking about kind of that last night that, you know, I know Annette as a friend, but we've never worked together. So that has been a learning experience too of like, okay, so you learn someone's working style. You got to learn how to communicate, how to listen. Yeah, how to compromise. <laughs> we've gotten in a lot. We've gotten in a couple of fights. You're not going to talk like that to me. <laughs> Change your tone. <laughs> That's usually me. <laughs> we haven't gotten there. And that was another thing that we were talking about. We actually saw a girl fight in Phuket. Did and, you really? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was right outside the airport about 1230. I think it was uh, two or three Asian girls. I mean, we were both just asleep from the plane ride. And we looked over and we thought, what is going on over there? And I said, it's got to be about a guy. It's always about a guy, right? <laughs> uh, and they were really young. They were probably in their early 20s. They were well-dressed. We were wearing our running workout clothes. Workout. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we just started laughing, which we shouldn't have. But we started laughing because it was so <laughs> late. And you're just going like, what could this possibly be at 1230 in the morning? And Seppi turned around and looked at me. And she said, do you think we'll ever be that? And I said, no, we're too tired and old. Like, we just, you know, <laughs> you just move on to the next thing. And we uh, just got in the van and she just started laughing. And she said, we are not old. 
That's what I was just about to say right now. Uh, can you not use the word old? <laughs> right. We're seasoned. Just, we're seasoned. Seasoned. I like yeah, that. Seasoned. Seasoned. That's our hot button. Seasoned. Yeah. I can dig it. I can <laughs> so dig it. I mean, because as you learn your personalities, you're also learning about yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing to watch the evolution, the growth, the partnership the entrepreneurship and the way that we inspire others to want to do more for themselves, which I think is the whole point. Right. Right. Always come back to the one. Yes. Oh yeah. I feel that. Yeah, totally. I mean, for me, I'm always thinking like, how can I serve these women? This is not a group about me or Annette. It's about them. We're still changing too. So that's going to help as well. I mean, we still want to hit refresh at some point. I mean, I haven't even started my job on Monday and I was telling Seppi yesterday what my plan is for next year. Like just be there a year and quit and go travel to take these boys maybe on a three week or a month trip. Um, and she was just laughing at me. She said, I love the way you think you haven't even started your job. I haven't even been at day one. And I'm <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. She already oh, yeah, has her resignation letter like, written out already. Like, predated in 2009. <laughs> which is something I would never have done before my refresh. That is just not the way I think. I'm like, you stay there, you get, you work on those years, you work on your 401k, your experience, and then you move on to the next thing. I'm very, I was very structured. I'd say was very structured like that. And I think that's most women. And so this community has been so important to us to teach others that you don't have to do that because I think that's the way we grew up, right? In our society, from our families. We're taught not really. Things. If you well, think well, about it, the yeah. baby boomer, what they're sitting here listening to this going and cringing, right? Because they worked all their lives and they weren't quitting jobs. It was like work, kids, well, work, marriage, kids, yeah. die. Yeah, <laughs> That's it. It wasn't anything in between. That was the book I was given too. So I think we're still in that mindset. Not all of us, but in general, I think women are still in that mindset. And I think that's why... Seppi and I, our duo works so well, especially for this community, because we come from two different sides of uh, two different views of uh, how to live and what we thought was living and and how we can change that up and how we can teach women that you don't actually have to do this. And I can say I can't I come from your background. I've done this. And she started traveling at 17. There's no way I would have gotten on a airplane by myself to travel across abroad. And I think that's so important for people to hear. Mm -hmm. It took me another 10 years from that. <laughs> so it's time to dive deep and look into the holistic perspective of travel. We believe traveling is an investment in you. So our mission is to inspire you to book that flight, check that item off your bucket list and go on that adventure. And our hope is to ignite connections all over the world. This is a great segue. What advice do you guys have for folks who are looking to hit the refresh button on their lives? Well, I would say lean into the fear. You're not going to know. You're not going to have all the answers. Don't wait for perfect conditions because you're never going to do it. It's never going to be perfect. You got to just make your exit strategy. You know, do what makes you feel comfortable. For Annette, it was like a four-year exit strategy. For me, this last time, it was a year to get everything together. And 
uh, and just do it. Just do it. Don't, you know, lean into the fear. I've been afraid of my refresh and I still did it. And I'm so happy with what happened afterwards. And like I said earlier, you'll find a way. You won't have all the answers, but you'll find a way. We're women. We've lived, you know, we're 30 plus years. Like we, <laughs> we can do it. Have faith in yourself and confidence. You've gotten this far and you're only going to appreciate the journey that you have. And I would say it's not failure if you move back. What's the worst that could happen? You go abroad, you didn't like it or it wasn't what you thought, you could always move back home. That's totally okay also. So that's what that would be my advice. Yeah, I, uh, like she said, you know, it's not failure if you move back. I mean, I was 42 living in my sister's arts and crafts room. And that has been our <laughs> funny joke for the last couple of months. But I would say if plan it out, even if you don't do it this year and you shelf the idea, at least it's there. And you, you get your mind working. You get the ideas flowing. If it's an intuition, you need to do it, whether it scares you or not. I love getting on the plane and my adrenaline starts running and my heart starts racing because I don't know what's going to happen next. And I think that's the most beautiful thing because that opens you up. That opens up your personality, your character. And so, yeah, I would say, like, lean into the fear, like she said. And not every day. The most important thing I learned on my trip that Seppi told me was not every day is an adventure. You're going to have those days where you just need to sleep in or you need to not go do anything. That was a very important thing for me because while I was traveling, I was trying to plan the next five days or the next three days. And I was getting so stressed out because I wasn't out there looking at the whole city. And I thought, what if I never do this again? What if I never get to be here? I think that's uh, another fear is you're trying to, trying to put everything into a bottle you're trying to do it all at once and sometimes you just can't you do that FOMO right they are missing out yeah, yeah. right yeah and it was very important I we talked and she said you know not every day is an adventure and that really helped me let go of things and really from there on I just was able to enjoy my journey I think a, an important thing is just to let go uh, when you come back everything's the same but you, you've changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most beautiful thing to learn. It's it's okay if nothing else changes, as long as you change and you've learned from something. Exactly. Now, that's great advice. And usually when we ask people that question, what's the one thing they say? Just do it. Just do oh, it. my God. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this is a test? I failed. Damn it. <laughs> so, ladies. What is next for the both of you for She Hit Refresh? Because I think we've um, noticed you have a podcast in the works. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) the podcast we've been talking about since last summer, but it's just finding the time to learn how to do it. I mean, you guys are seasoned at it, so I'll probably have to pick your brains. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. It's the summer project to try to get it going. Like we just, we feel like we can reach more people. You know, we started the group, we got the blog, but we just feel like we can reach more women around the world with a podcast to have conversations like this. Come covering all the questions that women have. And then I think also we want to just continue to provide valuable information for the group, no matter what medium it is. Just really, there's a lot of travel groups out there for women, but there's none like us that really talks about, gives advice and tell women how to do it. Like, okay, maybe we're not the group for a two week trip through Mexico. We're the group where you wanna make a big change in life through travel. And a lot of women need to know how to do that. So we just wanna provide as much tangible advice as we can. Yeah, and grow the community. Love it. Yeah. Right. Love it. Well, we're excited to see the evolution of She Hit Refresh. I think what you guys are doing is, is so valuable. Thank All you. Right. Thank you Thank so much. Uh, Thank you for joining. <laughs> <individuals>. <laughs>
Yeah. And we're happy to be a part of it. And, you know, to be a part of this community is great. Thank you so much. No, it's amazing to have just like more like-minded women in the group who can, who have done it, who are helping those who want to do it. Right. That's what's up. So before we leave, you have um, some fun questions to uh, ask. Oh, I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. So it's interesting that you talked about the fight earlier that you saw, because one of the fun questions, so the universe is, <laughs> she's already laughing. The universe is so funny, because you were talking about a fight, and one of the fun questions I have is, who would win in a wrestling match? Oh, shit. CP or Annette? No. Well, Annette. <laughs> CP or Annette. Sorry. Annette, totally. Yeah, yeah, she's stronger. Yeah, I mean, there's no question about it. <laughs> yeah. Seppi just gave up. She's like, you know what? White flag. <laughs> uh, I've had to pull her up a uh, climbing up a hill or push her up climbing up a hill, carry bags. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we yeah. too much alike? What I do? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, let's walk today. I'm like, walk? <laughs> we were actually, um, we were in Krabby last week. We were climbing up to the viewpoint. I look down like <laughs> I'm looking back down like, come on, girl. We're almost there. I'm like, we're almost I'm there. Coming. Come on. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Slowly, but I'm coming. She's she's That's more like one. we were in the Cinque Terres and um she doesn't want to carry bags or anything, but bring the camera and bring this and this and that, and then she'll just take off and be like, You grab it and take off. And I'm like, All right, let me <laughs> I'm coming. She's like, hurry up. I'm already up here. It's so beautiful. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait. But that's I feel like I'm having deja vu. Like, how to balance your, your personalities. Like, you know, I know that I feel like we would never too. do anything to hurt each other. But we throw our little shade and digs at each other. And, you know, you just got to get let it roll off. But I don't think yeah. we've ever actually been in a fight. Oh, no. It- it was yeah. figurative. Yeah. Figuratively. But it's it going to happen, yeah. you know, when you're friends. Oh, you're just have disagreements and arguments, oh. and I can't talk to you for a week. And, I mean, I think calling it a fight is probably, like, in our childhood then. But now, and I think it has a lot to do with that we met at a you know, older age. Sorry, but we did. That's her button. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, embrace the shit, girl. Yeah. Embrace it. <laughs> we old, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I am not old. I mean, you guys look great, by the way. You said 42. I was like, stop. Me too. I was like, thank you. Stop it. 42 win. I know. Uh, In your dreams. 42 Sunday. Yes. Happy belated birthday. You guys are April babies. Happy birthday. Yes. I was going to say, I want to hear another scary question. Okay. I don't have another scary one. <laughs> it's not really scary, but this one can be funny depending on what, what you answer. <laughs> what are your favorite curse words? Let's number one. One favorite curse word. Shoot. Well, I don't really curse, so I don't have one. Yeah. I'm not a curser. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If you hear That's me curse, good. it's maybe because I'm drunk or I'm like really mad, but I don't get mad. So. <laughs> Okay, so what happens when you're really drunk? What's the curse word? <laughs> I think I say shit and fuck. That's why. And that just hurt me to say right Damn. now. I was, I was going to say, did you see her? <laughs> she's, she's like so uncomfortable saying this. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're making I'm me curse. curse. So um, I literally, what she I, I do, 
Like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> what, what you Why was yours? Yeah, oh, yours? everything just rolls off my tongue. Let's see. You Probably fuck. Because you can use it the in most, so many different dynamics. Most popular. Most popular. Yeah, like, oh, God, that was awesome. Or, you know, oh, what the? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we say fuck a lot. Yeah. We're from Boston. Okay. And Boston, Bostonians say fuck. Okay. Um, shit. No, they say fuck. I say motherfuckers sometimes. Oh, I don't like the MF word. That one I is know. just really like. Y'all are making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. She's used to me. <laughs> My bad. Stop we don't curse that often, but you know. We don't curse that often? No. You see her nose growing, y'all? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know when I start cussing a lot because Seppi will say, what is wrong with you? What is going on? And I'm like, oh, okay, dial it down, <laughs> dial it down. Yeah, it makes me a little I bit. I know. I can dig it. I think I had a moment yesterday and I was like saying something and I'm not going to repeat it, but I was saying something. I was like, and Francis was like, what is going on with you? It's <laughs> underlying issue. I was like, I'm sorry. I must just be having a moment. <laughs> a long moment. It's happening all day. <laughs> Well, oh. ladies, listen. Oh my gosh, this was fun. This so much fun. So Where can people find you guys? Oof. All right. Um, media, yeah, so. this has been amazing. Thank you so much for the opportunity. For She Hit Refresh, everyone can find yes. us on our Facebook page and group, which is just She Hit Refresh. Uh, we have a blog by the same name and Instagram also, She Hit Refresh. So find us on, on all of our socials. We'd love to have you. And if you're a woman, 30 years and older who wants to make a change through travel or you already have, please join our Facebook group. We'd love to see you there. Yes. Yes. Thank please you ladies join. so much for having us on your podcast. Thank you for being guests. Yay. It was so fun. Thank you for tuning in to Chronicles Abroad. Please support us by sharing this podcast through your social media platforms. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and hit that like button at Chronicles underscore abroad. Find us online at our website, chroniclesabroad.com, for tips, resources, and ways we can collaborate. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus.